Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Seven minutes after 11 South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful, beautiful, mashallah, Wednesday morning here in Lanesia. I see the sun is out. I see everyone is looking bright this uh, morning. Haji Suleiman Esop, my beloved um, engineer, he will be with me from now till uh, uh, 12 o'clock. Inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is uh, 084 3132 international overseas listeners plus 27847863132 remember today is uh, the last uh, wednesday for the year 141444 it's the 30th of dhulhijjah 1444 which is also the 19th of july 2023 uh, let's welcome the listeners of Sari SFM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company. Let's welcome the listeners of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, Ustad, it's a beautiful morning. Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa rafat. Jazakallahu khairan. Uh, somebody wants to know, Ustad, that what is the method of performing istikhara salah for proposing to a girl? I am uh, 19 years old and inshallah I intend to propose to a girl this year or early next year so that inshallah I can get married soon and save myself from sin. Ustad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My first advice will be to one and all that remember tonight is the first of Muharram, 1445 year in South Africa and in Southern Africa but in most parts of the world 80-90% of the countries the first of Muharram has started already from last night and today so what I want you to do is that try and memorize this dua for the new year our Islamic new year so this is the dua Abdullah bin Hisham radiallahu ta'ala who states that we the Sahaba, the beloved companions and students of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, would recite the following dua when the new Islamic year began. Allahumma adkhilhu alayna bil amni wal iman wa salamati wal islam وَرِدْوَانٍ مِّنَ الرَّحْمَانِ وَجِوَارٍ مِّنَ الشَّيْطَانِ And the reference for it will be Al-Mu'jamu Al-Awsat of Imam Tabarani, Al-Isaba of Ihafiz ibn Hajar Asqalani, and Majma'u Zawaid. So various compilations have mentioned it. So let us translate it for you, and inshallah we'll make a podcast of it, and in the afternoon we will send it out to you, inshallah. 
Allahumma adkhilhu alayna bil amni wal iman was salamati wal islam ya allah you let this maya enter upon us with safety security preservation of our iman and our islam and wa ridwanim min rahman and ya allah we are seeking the pleasure of almighty allah who is very very gracious and wa jiwarim min shaitan and we are seeking the protection from satan lucifer and his cronies and comrades so this is the dua we all should be reading today tonight tomorrow inshallah aziz wherever you are and then you know the du'as you should be reading for the new moon. There are three du'as we always teach you. Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. The first du'a, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin, I sent it out already. Every day our brother Suleiman Esob, mashallah, prepares a du'a, and I check it, and then we send it out. So we got the du'a mentioned in Abu Dawood. So Allah make this month of Muharram a month of khair, and righteousness, goodness, warushdin, and righteousness. So read the dua, simple dua, three words, hilalu khairin warushdin, in the starting Allahu Akbar. We as South Africans know about crime and corruption and everything that goes on. So say Allahu Akbar. Allahumma hillahu alayna bil amni wal iman. Wassalamati wal islam. Wattawfiq. Lima tuhibbu wa tarda. Lima tuhibbu wa tarda. Rabbi wa rabbuk Allah. Oh beloved Allah, let this new moon and crescent loom upon us with safety, security, protection, preservation of our iman and islam. Ya Allah, give us tawfiq, the ability, divine capacity to do those actions and say those words that are beloved to you and you are pleased with it. You are my sustainer, nourisher, and the sustainer, nourisher of the celestial creation, the sun, the moon, and the planets and stars and whatever you. The authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. And third one, Ubada bin Samit radiallahu reports the hadith is mentioned in Mustafa. Ahmed, Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillah, La Hawla Wala Quwata Illa Billah. Collectively read it like this Allahumma inna nas'aluk akhir ahadha shahar. Oh, beloved Allah, we beg of thee the best of this month, the month of Muharram in this instance, 1445. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from the evil destiny and the bad, terrible, horrible assembly congregation, meaning on the day of justice. So this hadith on the authority of Ubadah bin Samit, and he's buried there next to Majid al-Aqsa, and the hadith in Muslim Ahmad. Now we come to you, my brother. Remember Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi addressed people like you who were 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Ya ma'ashar al-shabaab. Oh, you group of youngsters. Manista ta'a minkumul ba'a. Whosoever has the physical, financial means to get married. Falyatazawaj. Get married immediately, as soon as possible. Fa'innahu aghaddu lil-basari wa ahsanu lil-farj. It will keep your gaze down and protect and fortify your private part. Authentic hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Second one, you want to make istikhara, so read two rakat salat. Surah Fatiha, Kulya al-Kafirun. Today is Wednesday, so do it today after Zohar Salat. Read two rakat extra, you read two sunnat muakkada after Zohar, and then read another two, and say, Ya Allah, this is Salatul Istikhara, and Kulya al-Kafirun after Fatiha, and second rakat, Kulu Allahu Ahad, after Surah Fatiha, and read, read now with me. So you make it pak. You make it pakka so you learn properly. Allahumma khirli khirli khara khire. 
Allahumma khirli. Oh Allah, beloved Allah, select the best for me. Wakhtarli, wakhtarli, and you choose for me. So that is your istikhara. The hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi. You don't have to sleep. You don't have to dream. You don't have to do anything like that. Now you like this girl, Aisha, Jamila, Fatima, Zainab, whoever. So then whoever's name come in your heart, in your mind, so she's the lady for you. Speak to your parents, and then you go and propose for her, and you go speak to her parents and so forth and tell them you want to get married now this year 1445 you see 1445 is starting now tonight in South Africa so there so in Muharram Safar Rabiul Awal no next year business all that is haram all that delay 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 Talmatol in Urdu they say at-tasweefu min shaitan that delaying delaying is from Satan and Lucifer so you got it brother and then keep on reading daily to the Salat and and read Surah 24, 25, Surah 25, the criterion, Surah Furqan, verse 74. Oh Allah, grant us such, spouse, such spouses and such children and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. Do that, brother, and make intention you're going to get married ASAP as soon as possible, inshallah. So let's uh, let's understand this question, Ustad. I am divorced from my husband. He has passed away. My son has inherited his estate and is adamant that we move back into the house. I have explained to him that I cannot do to the fact that we were divorced. I am going through a dilemma, Muftisab, and do not know what to do. His reasoning is that I am his mother and he wants to look after me. He cannot leave me alone. Please advise the best solution, Ustad. Okay, let us look at it chronologically and the sequence of events. You were married to ABC. You are XYZ, right? You are the wife. You are married to ABC. The marriage went sour and turned pear shape, and then he divorced you. It did everything finish, and thereafter he passed away. So it seems, according to your question, you have one son. So now he inherited a substantial amount and so forth. So he is telling you that no, ummi, oh mommy, you must come stay with me, and I will then, you know, make your khidmat and look after you. So your question is, is it permissible for you to go there to your son? You're not going to get anything because you history. You must remember that you were the ex-wife and the it that was finished and then he passed away. So your share is zero. You get nothing. But he will inherit. I don't know if there are any other sons or any other heirs or daughters or his parents. But on the way you are explaining that he seems to be the sole heir. So then he inherits everything in that case is there. So anyway, be that as it may, so the house is now on his name, and now he's telling you, please, you must come stay. So 100% I agree with him. Now your fear is what? That when you go in that house, all the memories will flash back to you that you live so happily and then things went pear-shaped and sour, and then he gave you a good hiding and took out his belt and gave you... Forget all the shaitan yet. Whenever he comes in your mind, say, A'udhu Billah in a shaitan regime, you go live there with your son, 100% permissible, and give him the opportunity. You should make sugar that today your son is inviting you to come live in his house. Today's sons, many of them, are kicking out their mothers and their parents from the house. So you must have no, remember, doubt about it for you to go live there with your beloved son. Excellent idea. So go as soon as possible. My advice, go now. 1444, and it's good to start something on a Wednesday. <laughs> Our mother Siddiqa said, Aisha radiallahu anha said, so if you want, go open Al-Maqasidul Hasana and it is Sahih. What she said is authentic, remember. You want to move into a house, you want to get married, you want to start the business. Allama Marghinani rahimahullah of the Hanafi school who wrote Hidayah, when he's to start the academic year, then he's to start teaching on Wednesday. Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sabrahimullah of Pakistan. We studied in his madrasa. He passed away on the tenth of Shawwal, 1976. His mm. madrasa used to open always on a Wednesday. So he's one of the greatest jurists and scholars of India, Pakistan, the subcontinent. Hazaji, 
Hazrat Mawana Masyullah Khan Sab Nawar Allah Marqadahu These are all our mashayikh Our great great giants You must remember that When he used to start teaching His greatest students Were Hazrat Mawana Salimullah Khan Sab Rahimamullah And them He used to start, start teaching In Miftahul Ulum On Wednesday So all that Now obviously things have changed But in that golden era Of Darum Karachi In the golden era Of Jalalabad So remember These were the giants At that time there so you mother go immediately that is my advice to you this afternoon take all your potlas you know potlas take all your luggage and all your things your clothing and bags and say you're making hijrat from where you're living straight to your son's house mashallah and read surah read surah Baqarah the whole surah Allah Ta'ala will bless you and your son well done son well done mashallah honey and lakum very good we salute you I see the sister says that's exactly what the question that I wanted to ask. You don't know. Me, I'm a mind reader. <laughs> I got Jim Nats here. You must remember. <laughs> so, so you must remember your next question. Before you can ask it, I give you the answer, inshallah. I'm just joking. No? <laughs> Somebody says, respected Mufti Sahib, Alhamdulillah, I will be leaving for, I think, India. It says next week. Kindly advise how Umrah should be performed as well as other Nafil Ibadah to do. Ustad. Maybe it's not India. Maybe it's Umrah they meant in the starting. Mm. So we'll answer it both ways. You must remember, if you are going for Umrah, we will explain to you. If you are going to India first, then remember the places where you will go to are Delhi, Bombay, and the Gam, and the village, you understand? You want to go to Randir Sharif, and you want to go to Palanpur, and Katmalpur, and Mirzapur, and Kolvatpur, and all the Chakmalpur, and whatever. So remember all these places you want to go to. So if you're going to Delhi, then the places to visit, you must remember, are the Lal Kila, the Red Fort, and remember the Jami Masjid, and you can go to Agra and so forth, Taj Mahal, and if you're a Molana and Molvi, or you're interested in that, then Saharanpur is very near there, and Jalalabad is very near there, Dioban is very near from there. You must get the taxi guy from the morning to the evening. You just make a price, either with and then every day he must take you here, there, and wherever. If you are in Bombay and all these kind of places, so you go visit, you must remember there, the ocean and all these places. So like that, there are many places you can go to. And you are coming from there to Jeddah, then Makkah, you must fasten your ihram there at Bombay Airport or in Delhi Airport and so forth. And then you come to Jeddah and then you go to Makkah, perform your Umrah. If you are going straight to Medina or from Jeddah to Medina, then there's no question of ihram and so forth. My advice, rather go to Medina Manowara first and you spend your eight days there or five days, six days, whatever. And mashallah, read abundant Durud. Sharif and then read you must know how to read salami as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya rasulallah as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya habiballah as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya ayyul muzammil as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya ayyul muddathir then read those words read those words with me Ishfa'ali ya Rasulallah O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Intercede for me Intercede for me Wali walidayya And for my parents And for my family Wali awladi And everybody In English also you say it's fine So remember that And then you come to say now Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an Assalamu alayka ya Aba Bakrin Siddiq radiallahu an Assalamu alayka ya Khalifa da Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The police don't give you a lot chance also and assalamu alayka ya amir al-mu'mineen assalamu alayka ya umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu an assalamu alayka ya aba hafs hafs hafsa both you can say and that's the way and please stay away from vices and sin then fasten ihram from there if you're going by bus or taxi tell them to stop at the miqad bir ali zul hulayfa and then you make your umrah you go to your hotel everything and then mashallah 
Salah, you go around the Baytullah in Ihram seven times, you read two rakat Salat, you make dua there, and there's no people that multazam between the golden door and Hajar Aswad, the men, you go there, make dua, the women stand in line there and make dua, and then you go and you drink Zamzam and you make Istilam one more time, the ninth time, then Safa Marwa, and then the men, you shave your hair, you start at Safa, end of it Marwa, and that seven times, and men shave your hair, and the women, you clip your hair, you can do it yourself in the hotel, finish your Umrah, make as many Tawaf as possible, so Umrah will take you two and two and a half hours, Umrah season has started from today, first of Muharram, you saw the photos that are coming now out from the visuals, Subhanallah, the Kaaba Musharrafa, always Baraka, but now it's shining in its glory and beauty, they just put on the new Kiswa, the new Hilaf, the black cloth, 20, 22, 25 million Saudi Riyals. And now, you must remember one thing I teach you. When you see the Kaaba, Musharrafa, Baytullah, and the Ghilaf, and the Kiswa, and the cloth is halfway, and they turn it inside, so you must know that that is the new Kiswa. And when they turn it the other way around, that you can see the white, white, and all that, so you must know that now is the time, after one week or one month or so, they'll be changing the Kiswa and the Ghilaf. You will see, you won't see no whiteness now, because now it is the new, new Kiswa. So every year now, first Muharram, they will change it, inshallah. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. The listener says, it's not India Muftisab, it was a mistake. She says, we'll be leaving from Jidda to Makkah first. Inshallah. Yeah, so what you must do is, yeah, you, there's no direct flight now from South Africa to Jeddah, so you're going via Egypt, or you're going via Qatar, Doha, or you're going via Emirates, Dubai, so wherever you are, so that place there in transit, you must remember, there you will fasten your ihram, and then you go to Jeddah, and then from Jeddah you go to Makkah and make your Umrah, Inshallah, and make dua for us also. Ustad, uh, is it allowed to make nikah on the 10th of Muharram, Ustad? Remember the previous question, you, my brother, sister, write down my number, 071 and just write Hajj Kitab. So I will send you the PDF copy, and then it will help you in your journey for Umrah and to Medina and all those places. We belong to the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the Hello, Sunnah wal Jama'ah says the following. We say the month of Muharram is a holy and sacred month. Dalil evidence, Surah 9, verse 36. Minaha arba'atun hurum. From the 12 lunar months, remember four are sacred months. Which are the four sacred months? Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. He, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Salatun mutawaliyah, three are consecutive months. Zulqa'da, Zulhijjah, Muharram. And the month of Rajab. Second one is this, Ashura is an auspicious day, Yawmun Azim, Anjallahu Fihi Musa wa Qawma, wa Gharraqa Fir'awna wa Qawma, Allah Jalla Wala rescued and saved the Musa alayhi salam and his people, and drowned the Pharaoh and his cronies and comrades, go open Mishka Sharif, Mustana Ahmad, Ibn Majah, so many Ahadis, Kitabs, Evid, so for you to get married on Ashura, 10th of Muharram, the night of it, the day of it all permissible and this year it will be Friday night and that Friday night is a big night Taballahu fihi ala qawm wa yatubu fihi ala qawm in akhirin hadith in Tirmidhi on the night of Ashura Allah Ta'ala accepts the tawbah of the people and Allah Ta'ala will forgive people on the 10th day how Allah Ta'ala forgave the people of the Musa so 100% for you to get married totally permissible the Kuffar Shias, they say the first 10 days of Muharram are manhus, are unlucky days, are bad luck days. Everybody must wear black clothes and you must cry and cry and cry. And the bicycles and the cinemas, when I went to study Karachi 74, then we saw that, you know, when you're going from place to place, so you see that the cinemas, bicycles are surrounded with black cloth, you know, black chadar. 
So we ask, bhai, ye kya hua? They say, no, ye baiskop sanamba bhi ro raha hai. You see what the mockery mm. they make and so forth. You must remember Shia the pakka kufar and so forth. They the ones who murdered Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala earth. So therefore they keep on hitting themselves and that even now. So this is the punishment from Almighty Allah jallawala upon them. So we belong to Alu Sunnah wa Jama'ah 100%. Get married this week, get married next week and anybody who has invitation you want we must announce it, send it to the number 084-786-3132 this week Friday next week Friday Mahana Arafat will announce it inshallah between 10 o'clock and 10.30 inshallah so all nikah invitations please send it it will be announced inshallah Someone says, uh, somebody said that Ustad what is the secret for love and blessings in the house as our house is not peaceful at all Ustad you see, we want the love, we want the respect, but what we must do, that we don't want to do. Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, <coughs> gives us what you call the secret. I will call it, when I'm addressing the male, the prescription. When I'm addressing the female, I'll call it the recipe. You know, you woman, you love recipes. So let's give you one nice recipe now. Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, teaches us, Surah Maryam, you see? It is in a surah named after Sayyidah Maryam. Sayyidah Maryam's Nami Nami Isme Grami is mentioned an honorable name 34 times in a noble Quran. Chapter 19 dedicated to her. She is the only lady whose name is mentioned explicitly in the noble Quran. Maryam means Abida the worshipper of Almighty Allah. So write down chapter 19, Surah Maryam, and verse number 96. The whole surah, the entire surah, has 98 verses. So this is the third last verse of Surah Maryam, chapter 19. I read for you. Inna amanu, verily those people who possess true iman, and they continue with the righteous deeds not part-time Muslims in Muharram we become pious Ramadan we become pious and Laylatul Qadr we become pious 15 Shaban we become pious and then the other time all hell breaks loose now we just came back from the holidays where we went to to the casinos to the jol to the party and the dancing and the jiving was taking place so we waiting for the next holiday again we can start doing all the unda danda and upside down things nay Verily, those people who possess through Iman and they continue with the righteous deeds. Then Allah's promise, Then soon Allah will place, Allah will place in their hearts, the true love. So is not the husband and wife, the bodies will meet, the hearts will meet. When the hearts meet, there will be unity of thought. When there's unity of thought, you both go in the same direction. Whether it's the turbulence in the plane, whether it's the waves in the boat, in the ship, or whether it's the 25 million potholes in South Africa. So Allah will keep you together. And then every day, start today, not tomorrow, start now after Zohar Salat. Most Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. You got Surah Maryam, chapter 19, verse 96. Second one, you must remember, chapter 7, verse 180. 180. Al-Husna fadu'uhu biha. Almighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names and attributes. Invoke and call Almighty Allah by those beautiful names. Hadith Bukhari Sharif, Man Hafidaha Dakhalal Jannah. You memorize the 99 names of Almighty Allah, you enter paradise. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, Man Ahsaha Dakhalal Jannah. Whosoever remember that he reads it, even looking inside, 95 minutes it will take you, less than 5 minutes if you read fast. So remember, you'll enter paradise, and then you read one attribute of Allah. Ya wadud, ya wadud, ya wadud. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. Allahumma alif. 
You know how you say alif, alif ba tasa, alif betese. So on the lam put a shadda, put a tajdeed. Allahumma alif bayna kulubina. Allahumma alif bayna kulubina. Ya Allah, put the, put the muhabba and the mawadda and the ulfa. Put the true love, ya Allah, in the inner recesses of our heart. Today the husband tells his wife, Oh my poppy, oh my darling, oh my sweetie, I love you. And he's kissing her. But the secretary passed, are there? Another lady passed. Then he's <laughs> winking eye with her. So that is the shaitaniyat we're living in today. All upside down things go on today. Allah protect us all. We start to use tablets for falling pregnant. Is it permissible overseas? We start. Remember, we say the greatest shifa is Quran Sharif. What Quran Sharif say, my sister overseas? Where are you? In New Zealand, Australia, Dubai? You don't have to tell me. But mashallah, we have listeners throughout the world. So write it down what Quran Sharif says. And we have revealed this Quran Sharif piecemeal. And it is Shifa, the Quran Sharif, the entire Quran Sharif is Shifa, is cure. Is a source of mercy for the believers. Chapter 17, Surah Bani Israel, verse 82. So you wrote down, my sister, Dubai, London, Australia, New Zealand. So that the Quran Sharif is cure chapter 17 verse 82 now write all this down we want to get you pregnant so how are you going to get pregnant start reading surah 37 after surah yasin yasin is surah 36 so chapter 37 surah Safat, verse 100 rabbi habali salihin nabi ibrahim alayhi salam is so old but it's asking, begging, petitioning Allah. Rabbi habali min salihin Oh, beloved Allah, grant me pious children. You see, today is Wednesday. Thursday, tomorrow, I'll go to my brother, Bilal Panoli. He gives me haircut. I could only have hair, first of all, but he just cleans me up, tip-top condition, you understood? Make me kalkop and take out all my hair and all this, you see? So this, so last week, hey, last no Monday, they said that I went to Kranskop. They say, Mufti, your beard is gone blackish and gold. <laughs> so I told them, when my wife touches my beard, more gold comes out. You see, so you must remember these things here. So now when you go there, so Bilal Panoli, there I'm giving you Zinda. Zinda, what happened? What happened now? So he was going this way. I say, by Bilal Sub Choro, learn. I say, bring your phone. So I give all the duas. I say, you be, you read and tell Begum Kubi. Tell your wife to read. After 22 years, his wife gave birth. Mashallah, they came back now from India. All the visas sorted out. I'm calling him Abu Amina. Wonderful daughter Allah blessed them with. So Amina, 22 years. He, he counted for me last week when I went. You see? So that is that. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. So write down. We're giving you five duas, five prayers. Descriptions, five recipes. Number one, Rabbi Habali Mina Salihin. So, Dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, chapter 37, verse 100. Next one, Surah 21, chapter 21, verse 89. Dua of Zakariyah alayhi salam. He's old. Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, wife Sarah radiallahu anha, wife Sayyidah Hajra radiallahu anha, one young, one old, both gave birth afterwards. Then Nabi Zakariyah alayhi salam, wife Alisha. So she was old, she was barren. So Allah said, leave all that to me. I will sort everything out. You beg me. Surah 21, verse 89. Ya Allah, don't leave me alone. You are the best one to grant me is. So two, three. Number three, Surah 3, verse 38. Again, Zakariya alayhi salam's dua. Rabbi habli min ladunka zurriyatan tayyibah. Oh Allah, grant me from your side pure chaste children. Innaka sami'ud dua. Oh Almighty Allah, jalla wala, that you are the one who listens to the duas, ya Allah. You told us we must make dua. We're begging you that we are, we made dua. Wa alaykal ijabab. Accept our du'as, Ya Allah. So three, four. 
Ibadur Rahman, the pious people. What dua they make? Rabbana hab Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata ayun. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us such spouses and such progeny and children. They must become the coolness of the eyes. Last one from Quran Olders, chapter 71, verses 10, 11, and 12. Nabi Nuh alayhi salam telling his people, Ask Allah for forgiveness. Allah is very, very forgiving. Abdul Ghaffar, our brother's name. So remember Ghaffar. Allah is very, very forgiving. When you make istighfar, now it's winter here in South Africa. The nights are long, days are short. Wake up four o'clock, five o'clock. Wabil asharihum yastaghfirun. Wal mustaghfirina bil ashar. Two places Allah mentions. The best time to make istighfar is suhoor time, sehri time. Two minutes, five minutes. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Rabbi min kulli dhambin wa atubu ilay. Yursili sama'a alaykum midrara. Allah will send beneficial rain for you. Wa yumdidakum biamwal. Allah will give you more wealth. And wa Wonderful good children. These are the worldly benefits. Wa yajallakum jannatiun. Wa yajallakum anhara. So Allah will bless you with the gardens of paradise. The rivers and the streams in paradise. So what you say, brother, sister, is this better or the tablets are better? <laughs> Leave all the tablets. Speak to the one who created the tablets and created everything. So that is all, my dear Allah. To cry and Allah will bless you, inshallah. Amin, amin, amin. I think to the question that asked about the tent of Muharram, a listener says, just to let the listeners know here, Honorable Mufti Sab, we got married also on the tent of Muharram. Alhamdulillah, this year Muharram will be 40 years of marriage. People are always questioning about doing things in Muharram Ustad. Excellent. Allah Mazid Fazid. Allah show you another 40 years of happiness, mashallah. So you and your husband, now you got children, grandchildren, mashallah. So you must tell your husband, we got a child in 1444. So we're going to make another one in 1445 also, mashallah. I met one youngster yesterday. So I know them from Newcastle, Randeri. So I asked him, how many you got now? He said, five. I said, very good. So you must beat Amni, your father got. Your father got eight or nine, so you must go for more. You start another one in 1445 also. So, mashallah, the more they got, will be so happy that I got the largest and the biggest amount of ummah and people following me, believing me on the day of justice, on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah Well it's 18 minutes to 12 We go for our interval When we come back we will continue inshallah With the bliss of marriage, stay tuned Marcus Sahaba The voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah Marcus Sahaba The voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah Well it's uh, 16 uh, minutes uh, To 12 uh, somebody says here, yeah, my son's wedding date has been finalized, Mufti Sab, and both parties have agreed that we will just have one joint reception and split the cost two ways. However, I am now experiencing the problem whereby the bride's family do not want to have the separation and instead want mixed gathering, as they say that immediately after the reception, you will notice that the mixing of the sexes outside the hall and my, and my wife agrees with them. What advice can Mufti Sab give me to take to my wife and the bride's family? This is from overseas who started. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. You must explain to them we are Muslim. Mm. We are Muslimah. What does it mean to be a Muslim? Muslim means that you must remember that when a person says, I submit, I surrender to the commands of Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, lovingly, willingly, sincerely. And remember that we have to do all that which is within our power. What is not in our power? I'm going to go to the shop just now. For example, I'm not going, I'm just giving an example. So after the program, I go to the shop. 
So there's 100 people there, or the teller is a lady, and so forth. So certain things are not in your control. You don't say that, no, because they're in the supermarket, that there is intermingling and so forth. So therefore, intermingling in our marriage, in our nikah is also permissible. That's totally wrong. That is shaitaniyat, that is. That is what the shaitan is putting in their crooked heads. وَإِنَّ الشَّيَاطِينَ لَيُوحُونَ إِلَىٰ أُولِيَاءِهِمْ لِيُجَادِلُكُمْ Satan, Lucifer, he sends some inspiration, incitement to them, so they must argue with you. This is your function, is a Muslim function. You must call the rules, and then you want a happy marriage, barakat marriage. You must tell them as a father, if there's no separation, marriage cancelled, finish, end of the story. You are the father, isn't it so? Mm-hmm. You must tell them, if there's no separation, and men one side, woman one side, parda, everything, and you want, you don't want that, finish. I'm not interested, we'll call off this marriage. We must do things Islamically to the best of our ability. That Allah has not burdened any person more than his ability, capacity, capability, and so forth. So you see, all these things you should have ironed out before. Remember these things there. Now the date is fixed. Maybe the invitations are sent out and now they want to put the spokes in the wheel. You must tell them to me, my Islam means everything. And if you don't want it, rather call it of now, then I send my son to your house or I send my daughter to your house, then we have problems again and so forth. You must put your foot down. You must remember these things there. So in my family, how many people invite me? You understand? I tell them straight, I won't come because you know all the unda dandas you'll do. You'll got the videos there. You'll got the intermingling there. You'll got the dancing there. You'll got the music there. And how many hundred haram things you'll God, but you want to call me, Ya Allah, make this marriage a barakat marriage. So how can it be barakat when everything you do is haram? So that is what you must do. You call it off, straightforward, finish. So save your son, save your daughter from all those haram things. Allah Akbar. I will be taking advice, but I know it's going to cause a lot of problems. It's all about money, Ustad. There are people just rob marte apne paise ke They just want to show off with the money, you know. I've got uh, Abby. Uh, she says, hi, AK, Abby here. How do I stop my husband from drinking alcohol? And my son is only nine years old. He's seeing his beloved father drinking with that. Abby. See, my sister Abby, then my sister B, then my sister C. This is one of the main reasons. I want you, Abby, to do something, right? In your leisure time, you do it for the pleasure of all, my Allah. I saw this long time ago, but you will find it somewhere. Go to the BBC documentaries and you will see the rise of the crescent. Crescent meaning Islam. So tonight we will see the crescent right in South Africa, the new moon. So the rise of the crescent, meaning the rise of Islam, the fastest growing religion and the decline of the cross, Christianity dying naturally, all the religions are dying, Judaism dying, Hinduism dying, Buddhism dying, all, all. Islam is increasing, increasing. Then, sister, when we go to the demographics of it, that we say a hundred people embrace Islam. And then, who are they? Let's give the breakdown. 60, 70 are women, and 30, 20, or 35, 35 will be the men. So why are so many women embracing Islam? When the West keep on saying that Islam is oppressing them, you understand? Mm -hmm. So that's something to think about. So the main reason, this is the answer to your question now. The main reason is they see their husbands taking alcohol. They see after they take alcohol, how violent they become. Then they are beating up. I'm not saying your husband is beating you up. or I'm speaking generally. So then the husbands start beating up their wives or the children because they're not in control of their senses and so forth. So this is when your husband is alone in a good mood. Your son, your daughter is sleeping and so forth. So you must speak to him. 
See, God Almighty Allah gave us the greatest intelligence. I am 10 years old. I am 8 years old. But I can ride the horse. I can ride the camel. I can ride this. I can ride the, the donkey. So why? Because that animal is so strong and powerful, but yet I can control it and so forth because God-given intelligence. So this aql, this intelligence, and this intellect which Almighty Allah has blessed us with is to draw a dichotomy, a distinction between good and bad, between haq and batil, truth and falsehood. So in Islamic terminology, my sister Abby, this alcohol and intoxication are called drugs and so forth are called khamar khamar means if you want the reference of it go and see the word in the Quran chapter 24 and verse 31 when a Muslim lady leaves her home then she must cover her bosom her breast beside the dress she's wearing wearing above that she must put another piece of cloth so to cover her beauty and her bosom and and so forth. So why is it called khamar? Because when a person takes this alcohol and he drinks and so forth, he or she, then they already be clouding their mind. They're injuring their intelligence. They can't think properly when they do this and so forth. And as you rightly say, what signal example he's sending to your eight-year-old, nine-year-old son. Small, small eyes, small, small ears, everything small, but big, big message remember that he will never forget my father used to drink right in front of me and so forth and so on so therefore my sister Abby when you come to Islam I told you a hundred times that Islam everything is a natural system so Islam says Ma askara haram. that whatever intoxicates in large quantities the minutest quantity the one drop also is haram and not permissible the hadith in Mishkat I give you a practical example you know now and then I'm flying here and there and whatever next week Tuesday I'll be flying to Durban inshallah Aziz so when in the plane they come and serve the alcohol you know most planes they serve this alcohol and whatever you and so forth so and I have a non-Muslim next to me and they pour I, I move right away we don't want even one drop to splash on our body on our clothing nothing why from the young age our beloved parents Allah gave them Jannatul Firdaus they inculcated in us they would call Daru Daru is all this drugs and alcohol and all this beer and whatever you say when you see the Daru you mustn't even go near it you must run away from there so we have that natural you must remember hatred for it and we don't want to see it we don't want to see people drinking it and so forth that is the purity of Islam Islam. Now you juxtapose and compare it where people are drinking. I don't know about your husband, but I'll just say generally, people are drinking like a fish, you know. How we drink water, they drink alcohol. So you need to have a heart-to-heart talk with your husband and tell him that this is going to harm you in time to come. It's harming our son. It's harming our family life. And after 10, 15 years, he'll be flat out. You must remember, he won't be able to perform and fulfill your conjugal relationship also. Why? Because the alcohol damages the person head to toe. The C system, you bought a car. It's a petrol car. You go put diesel inside. You all know what will happen to the system, to the engine and to the system. So Almighty Allah created us. He's our creator. He said, drink things, consume that which is halal and tayyibah. Eat that, drink that which is pure, which is halal, which is wholesome and so. Don't even touch alcohol. But this human being today goes and then he says, now why God is punishing me? But when he told you, don't touch it and so forth. So this is the main reasons why non-Muslim ladies embrace Islam. One is they see the harm of alcohol and they see the, the harm of domestic violence. How their husbands beat them up. They're going to have made that time there. So now it triggers something in them. And then they look at Islam. That in Islam no alcohol. No bashing up and wife battering and wife assaulting and so forth. So these are the things that are a magnet for them and then they embrace Islam. Mm-hmm. So have a good discussion.
discussion with him and we will <coughs> keep on guiding you step by step inshallah uh, Abby says it's so true AK of what you are saying thank you God bless you Abby Yes, Allah bless you and guide you to the truth, my sister Abby. We are here always to help humanity. Ustada, can you advise what is the duty of the witnesses of a bride towards the bride and groom after their marriage with special emphasis if they're having marital difficulties and or separated and or divorced to start. Remember that the witnesses' function is only to see and witness the ijab and kabul. The maulana, the imam, the sheikh, the presiding officer will perform the nikah and remember thereafter. You must remember during that ceremony, the two male must be there. That's all their duty. Now that marriage then sour, it goes pay shape and all that, then Quran Sharif gives you the steps. So what must you do? Now there is turmoil, rucks, rouse and ructions between husband and wife. This one says, me, me, I don't want to make tutu, me, me, tutu. You know me, me, tutu. Me, me, tutu is Urdu. When the husband and wife are fighting, so you say me, me, tutu. So this is me, me, tutu, the remedial measures. Write down. Surah 4, Surah to Nisa, verses 34 and 35. The witnesses feature nowhere. The Maulana feature nowhere. So now you're fearing your wife. She's not listening. She don't want to read Salat. She don't want to read the five-time Salat. She don't want to wear decent, modest clothes. She don't want to cook for you. She tell you, go fly a kite. You understand? The order from here and there and all that. So all these kind of problems come. Step number one, the advice I give Abby now. So you, husband, speak to your wife in such a manner and such a tone that will melt the heart. That is was. Was means tarqiqul qulub, where you melt the heart. Tell her, darling, puppy, we can win together. We can make this marriage work, but we need both of us to play our role and fulfill our responsibility. She don't listen. Separate the beds. Separate the bed. Don't mean you come with the saw and the double bed and the king said you, you saw it into half no mm. you don't fulfill a conjugal relationship she must know now that you are upset with her but that does not mean you go tell everybody you keep it confined to your house you go as guests as visitors I go to Suleiman Esop's house somebody say no give us two separate rooms my wife will sleep there I will sleep there we're not on good terms you make a fool of yourself mm. Hadith in Tirmidhi is not permissible for a Muslim to go and disgrace himself. So you don't have to announce it, but she must know that you are upset with her. And then she will come closer, inshallah, try and seduce you. Third one, Wadribuhun, hit her. It don't mean you take out a belt in your hand, you take the miswak, you take a ruler, and you just tap her hand. What they call shock therapy today. To hit and assault and wife battering all haram. You must go to the police and lock them up. That is what I say. So if she listens to any one of this, finish. She listen to one, you can't go to two. You go to two, then you, you, go, you can't do three, like that. And if all three don't work, then you go to Surah 4, chapter 4, verse 35. Now you bring in outside help. If you fear the marriage will break now, it's on the verge, it's the 11th hour now, it's on the verge of breaking. And bring the arbitrators in from her family and your family. People who got wisdom. My one uncle, you know, he passed away Thursday night in the masjid mm. while making dua. But I never saw him wearing kurta and all. In my life, I never saw. But I know one good deed is to do. Whenever mm. there was problems and rows and ructions in people's marriage, he was there, sorting out. And the people, what a good deed is to Allah. do. Save marriages, you know. <laughs> Allah honored him like that. By Padia used to tell me, Aapke ke par mujhe aati hai. <laughs> I'm envious of the death your uncle went, you know. I also want to pass away like that. Thursday night, making dua, night of Jumu'ah, Tablik Jamaat was there and he passed away. So remember that and see what Quran says. When you arbitrators go in for the meeting, go in with the intention to reconcile, you are fiqillah, 
Allah's unseen help will come and so forth. So remember, that is what Quran says. Not skopskit and donder, come here, I'll panel beat you and how to do this and all, all haram, all that. Allah Ta'ala accept us all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs>